And I could very clearly feel like someone had sat down on the bed next to me. My one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched those stairs coming down. One night we went downstairs, we heard a bang like something had fallen. Several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open, like wide open. But there's very distinct audio on one of the uh, videos that says, open the door. Very nasty, demonic sounding voice. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the Ghost Story Podcast. It's all real life ghost stories told by the people who experience them. Hey, we're back! We're back! Yay! <laughs> can so you tell us? As soon as I started talking, I can see myself <laughs> in the camera and I'm like, Yay, we're back. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. Welcome to episode one of season two. Yes. And we've been away for just a little, like a month and a half yeah, now. But it seems like forever. I know. And it's funny because Rebecca and I did that thing. We got together for coffee and to kind of start planning. Yeah. And like chicks do that thing. If you haven't spoken to each other in a while, you're like, are, are we cool? Yeah. Like, are we in a fight or something? Like, why haven't we been talking every damn day the way you, we usually do? Well, it would be like we try to do business and then we'd start catching up on whatever was going on in life. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, 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 we're here for business today. But, and Rebecca's had so much going on. You have a, she has a broken I foot. I broke my foot. I wish she could, like this gigantic, kind of, show him the boot. Uh, Can you see no. that? <laughs> You're like a cyborg yeah. right now. I am. I'm six weeks into it with a broken foot here. Tell them how you did it. Though. I was dancing like an idiot. I went to karaoke with some girlfriends and um, we were having a great time and dancing. And then this one chick gets on stage, tried to bring us down with some Celine Dion, trying to show off her singing skills. Oh God, I love it. And me and another girl, we start making fun of it by like, ballet dancing so you were being an a-hole I was this is karma this is Jesus literally slapping me out of the sky and breaking my foot saying don't make fun of other people but yeah I did a little ballet move and I landed and as soon as I hit the floor it was like oh like I knew it too and I had a funny thing I had to like get a lift to go back to my car and then I had to drive myself to the emergency room (laughs) by myself by yourself by myself all my friends stayed and danced they were like so how sucky are they (laughs) that's really sad (laughs) have fun they're like we're gonna stay and dance and drink Go but, and get uh, your x-ray. Yeah, you're on your own. I'm really sorry. Does no, it hurt? It looks like it hurts. It's No, it's okay. It's, it's a, okay. It's very, it's a slow process. Apparently when you get old, your bones don't heal. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate. So well, I'm six weeks in and still no growth. Well, I, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. But thank you for the punchline. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah, because uh, we will be feeding off of that. That's fine. Um, and, you own it. Yeah. So And Rebecca sold her house. Yes, um, sold my house too. We oh. both went on big vacations. You went to freaking Italy. I went to Italy. And I hope that you got ghost stories on your trip because mm-hmm. I got nothing. Nothing. It was so weird too because everywhere we went, we were even staying at this hotel. It was supposedly the oldest hotel in Rome. So you would think it's Haunted. It's right. gotta be. You would think it was right next to the Pantheon. It was awesome. Right. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. I'll hook you. We've got a good travel agent. I'll hook you up <laughs> if you want. But um, so I would go everywhere we went. I would ask, like, do you have any ghosts? Do you have any ghost stories? And they and there was that moment of like where they would have to translate uh-huh. and they'd be like, No. Like, you're crazy. No. Yeah, what? Once they really got it. They're like, no. It was so strange to me that we didn't get ghost stories anywhere. And even in like Siena. So in Siena, uh-huh. it's this beautiful medieval town yeah. built on top of an even older town. And there's probably been like some sort of wars or battles yes, or something there. People dying all the freaking yeah. time. And so in Siena, you go into these restaurants and uh, they say, oh, well, this is the new construction from the 1400s. Uh-huh. But then they take you down into these little caves underneath. Isn't that crazy about yeah. Italy? Yes. And th- these caves were built in like 600 BC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have no ghost stories. That's crazy. How is that possible? I have no idea. So that they was have, disappointing. Like, dead popes in the. Right. Like, Everywhere just you out, go. Out, out and about where you can see 
see them. It'll be like a saint's pinky yes. finger somewhere, and nobody's getting pinched That's at night. So like, weird. yeah, I totally don't get that. And after a while, I had to stop asking because my daughters would get so <laughs> embarrassed. <laughs> And anytime I would be like, so do you have any ghost stories? You had to go to all the way to Italy to embarrass your kids. Oh, no. No, believe me. I do it. No, I know. On it, they're, they're in the other room right now. Oh. By the way, if you're following us on Instagram, my 15-year-old just took over the Instagram I account. I know. And she's killing she's it. She's killing it. So please, like, send her love. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Just, yeah, because Emma's gobbling it up. I love she's it. totally loving it. So um, speaking of which, mm-hmm. um, this has, I don't know why I'm saying this is not really a segue, but we finally have a website. Yes. Yes. So it's hauntedaf.com. Com. And uh, please go to it, subscribe, do all the stuff. Now, right now, it's kind of like... It's in the process of... It kind of yeah. sucks. It kind of sucks it's right now. It's not on purpose. It's just... Well, it, it hates us. Here's the sad thing is that uh, we're doing it through Wix. And I have another website, juliesesso.com, that's like for <laughs> nice the plug. movie stuff Yeah, that I do. But that's WordPress and this is Wix. And it's totally different. And it's totally... It's like trying to write a letter with your foot, yeah. you know, or like drive a car with your boobs. Yes. It's like you're doing the same thing, but with completely different... And- Tools. Everybody keeps telling us, oh, it's so easy. Shut up. That's, it's not easy. It's not and easy. And I've worked on other different website platforms, and this is the hardest one I've ever done. It's right. stupid. We're both Sorry, relatively Wix. smart women. Yes. And yet, College educated. Yes. And, and yet we're like squirrels mm. trying to work this. Yeah. So bear with us. It's there. Please go and subscribe. It's going to get better. We're going to have like a merchandise page. We're, yeah. gonna, we're working on t-shirts yep. right now. But you can watch our videos there. You can follow the podcast mm-hmm. there. And I'm posting blogs. So it's going to be interactive. Hopefully interactive. It will point. suck much less in the future. Again, yes. that's hauntedaf.com. And in fact, um, I just posted a story that I found the other day on the website that, okay, this is tripping me mm-hmm. out. The black-eyed children. Dude. What the heck? This is something I have never heard about. I hadn't either. The thing that's crazy is that I put it on Facebook. I put it on the Facebook yeah. page. And we have a handful of people who have grown up in Texas. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, oh, yeah, I've heard about it. I remember yeah. running into No one has heard of the See, Black Eyed Children. That is freaky. I can't believe they're, I mean, ugh. I know. It's so weird. So it's stories of actual encounters with these kids. Half the time, they just look like normal kids. They show up at your door or to your car. Mm-hmm. And then they're like asking to be let in. And whoever has experience, them and there's like a handful of people who had these stories and it's like recent even like the first one that I read about happened in 1995 it's a journalist who sees these kids and they're wearing like hoodies and let us in and he is immediately freaked out and they say, like, you know, normally yeah. you see a kid, you're not going to be scared. No, but there, uh, there's obviously some sort of vibe that they're putting right. out. Right, they're putting off something, and then when the kids look up, they realize their eyes have gone completely black. And what does that remind you of? Ziggy's story. Ziggy's story. Yes, from our Creepy Kids the episode. demon kid. So, Ziggy. Can, possessed kid. Do you have a mic you can tell, talk to us in? Uh, yeah, actually, I have heard about the Black Eyed Children before. Did you start it because you met one? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I, I didn't start it. I've heard about it. Um, and it's uh, it's actually become more of a known phenomena in the last, like, 10 to 15 years. Right. Um, there's actually a really, really good... A horror comic book called Black Eyed Kids, hmm. and it's about this phenomenon and trying to figure out what the hell's going on. So, what are, what's their objective? I don't know. We don't, know. Just to, we like, don't hear what happened in your house. Let's say we haven't heard from anyone who has let them in yeah. yet. So, I guess they all just die if you let them in because well, we haven't heard about anything that happens. Oof. Unless, what if it's. <laughs> 
It's like the Black Eyed Peas, like the band. They show up. That's what happens. They're there to dance and sing and entertain you. The thing that stands out to me, though, is like, haven't we had those black contacts? That, yes. Yeah, we yeah. had those for, for Halloween. A, yeah, for a really mm-hmm. long time now. So is it possible that people are just seeing kids are getting a hold of these things? They're like, let's go mess with grownups. I mean, that is possible. But those things are painful to put in. Yeah. Because it covers your whole entire eye. Somebody's got to like hold you down. and So you've never worn contacts? No, I have. Well, like, But they were small. They were like the small ones. And somebody had to hold you down yeah, to put them in? Probably. So uh, again, that is at hauntedaf.com. And you know, while we're talking about it, we, let's just remind people that we always need voice memos, emails. Write out your story. Please send it to us. Hauntedaf. I haven't done it in a long it's time. It's been a What's long time. What's our email? Yeah. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Again, that's hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And you can actually send them as well through the um, the Face- website. Yeah, or Facebook, Facebook or Instagram, wherever. Twitter. You can reach out to us at any of these places. And you know, we've been telling people, you know, send us the voice memo. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people are like, well, I don't have an iPhone. I don't know how to do it. Right. If you have an Android, there are apps that you can get. Yes. And in fact, the next story that we have, this comes from Nicole. And Nicole had an app that she recorded it onto. Okay, cool. And I'm sure they're free. So if you have an Android, just do a little bit of research. Mm-hmm. I meant to do it for you, but I suck. <laughs> So I'm sure all it takes is just, you know, go to go to the app store on your Android and find. I'm sure you know this. We'll put that on as our project for next week's episode. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Seriously, I ran in here with my hair on fire, dragging my children with me five minutes late. Like, I suck so bad today. No, that's I'm sorry. Life. No, that is life. I'm sorry. I get it. So, Ziggy, can we play Nicole's story? Hey, guys. So my name is Nicole, and I live in Middle Tennessee. So in my grandma's house is kind of where this story takes place. Um, there's a hallway um, that's about 20 feet or so long and there's a big old kind of antique mirror that's hanging on the wall there. So pretty much all of us kids were terrified of this hallway and terrified of this mirror. This hallway was also one of these hallways that had like um, a light switch on each end so you could turn it on, walk down the hallway, and then turn it off. So anytime I was ever going back to my room, which was at the very end of the hall, um, I would always like turn on the light, run super fast down the hall, flip the light off, go to bed. I always slept with my bedroom door closed. It always seemed to be like two or three days out of the week that I would wake up and the door would be open. Not all the way open, just like an inch or two, but I also started having experiences with the door opening as soon as I had just started to fall asleep, and then I could hear footsteps kind of softly on the carpet, and then it would feel sort of like someone banged their foot or banged their big toe on the corner of my bed. Um, I would feel like she was stroking my hair, like a hand on the back of my head, just kind of playing with my hair softly. So when I was a little bit older, I was telling my dad about this story, and um, he kind of gave me a little bit of insight into why this hallway was so scary. So when my dad was little and my grandparents had built their new home, they had a great aunt who passed away. They were auctioning off a lot of the items that were in her house. So one of the items that my grandmother bought was this mirror. So he said that not long after she had passed away and they had um, put this mirror up in the hallway, that he was kind of roughhousing with his brother. They were fighting and bickering. And he said all of a sudden he heard this loud voice that sounded just like his aunt that said, stop, that's enough. And he looked up into this mirror and he could see her face. And it scared the crap out of him. So he seems to think that this person that would come into my room, that was his aunt, my great, great aunt. Apparently she liked me, didn't like him, but dad was kind of a hellion. So I kind of get that. Love the podcast. You guys keep up the great work. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings 
From haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. Thanks, Nicole. Like, that was an awesome story, but I have to ask, has she asked if her aunt was, like, clumsy? I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just picture, like, this ghost, like, banging around, like, banging on stuff. I, I honestly... Stubbing her toe or something. Oh, yeah. And the, just the idea of spending your eternity stubbing your toe I over know. and over again. What an awful life, because that's, like, the worst feeling in the world. It hurts so freaking bad. I have, like, a permanent bruise on my leg from hitting the corner <laughs> of our bed almost Every freaking day. nightly. Yes. I'm like, this... This is going to happen to me. This Poor is- Dave, one of these days when I'm gone, he'll be like, every night I hear her slamming her leg up against the bed. Oh, but he'll know you're there. But I'm there. He'll feel your presence. Yeah, and he'll hear me <laughs> swearing under my breath. Son of a... Um, so one of the cool things that happened while we were gone is the Baker Hotel. Yes. Yes, in Mineral Wells, which is something yeah. that we have talked about so many times. Because it's a staple of Texas. It really is. And it's so weird. It's an old hotel that's been around since like the early 1900s yeah. and it used to be this massive hangout for celebrities mm-hmm. and everything and of course it fell into disrepair at several owners over the years yeah. and it's just been sitting vacant doing nothing and when you go to Mineral Wells it's so wild because you're driving through this it feels like a ghost town mm-hmm. don't hate me Mineral Wells it's a small town yeah. and in the middle of it is this gigantic structure <laughs> that's still beautiful and it's supposed to be haunted as hell Right. I have not really experienced anything there but it's so wild because while we were gone, we got two different mm-hmm. Baker Hotel stories. So the first one was just a photo that Jennifer took. So Jennifer was on vacation yeah. there, and she took a couple of pictures. Ziggy, can you post that photo? Um, this is the picture. Gosh, you can't really see it here. Oh, but all the broken out windows is already creepy. Oh, yeah. And, and one of the great things about this is that this is actually a little isolated part from a larger photo that she took. So she was taking a picture uh-huh. of one side, and then she got this section... Ooh kind of off to the side and you can just barely see it there is a lighter shade going between the two windows in the middle do you see that Mm -hmm. and the thing is is that she said it's not there in real life it's only there in the photo so it looks like this kind of light colored blob going up in between yeah those two it looks like uh, between the third and fourth windows going up right there in the middle so yeah she sent that picture into us which is really wild because when I went to the Baker Hotel with my kids years ago Mm -hmm. nothing happened we creeped around it we couldn't get inside darn it yeah, like I want to get inside that place you didn't take bolt cutters and just break on in no I didn't it's well, sorry well, I had my kids <laughs> with kidding. me you get far less confident whenever you're dragging around like a, a 10 year old you don't want to go to jail with your children but we were walking along the backside and not walking we were in the car leaving mm-hmm. and we drove by the backside and we were watching some other people crawling over the fence just like we had That's the day hilarious. before and looking up and at that moment our satellite went out in our car uh-huh. which you know satellite doesn't go out. It's not like radio where you lose the signal. Very rarely that that happens. And Emma and I were both looking up at the hotel and then right as we kind of got a little further down the street, the satellite came back on. I know, and we both were like, oh my gosh, that's only a ghost. 
I know. Because they always hit the electronic stuff first. Right. Or maybe our satellite just no, went out. No, shut up. But, no, but it was a ghost. It was that backside with, that Jennifer took a picture of. Yeah. Okay, so we also got a video. This is from Courtney. So Courtney was there, and I believe she was with her niece. Mm-hmm. She was just walking around, asking questions, filming, taking pictures, and collecting audio. So I'm going to play you just oh, a no. little 10 seconds of this audio, and let's listen to it a couple of times and okay. see if you can hear what she picked up. Okay. We're not here to hurt you or anything. We just, we just want to, we're just curious. We'd like it if you could say hi to us. Okay, Ziggy, can you play that again? And I want, just listen very carefully to the part where she says anyone to say hi. We'd like it if you could say hi to us. Do you hear that? That's saying hi. <laughs> okay, just one more time, Ziggy. Listen very. It sounds very, like a kid. It sounds like a, yeah. OMG. Uh, yeah, so listen again carefully. We'd like it if you could say hi to us. You just hear it's this like, little teeny hi, tiny hi. hi. We don't have any sort of like cool sound capabilities, yeah. you know. If we could find a sound technician or like somebody to isolate, to it, isolate break it that, down. yeah, and to see if that's really because right. it sounds like a little it voice does. saying hi. Hi. I thought it was cool that we were getting all of this Baker Hotel stuff while we were gone because yes. then, boom, we find out that they're actually going to renovate the Baker Hotel. I know. I think that's so awesome. Yeah. Some big, wealthy company out of South Lake has purchased it. They're already starting the renovations. Going to spend a gajillion dollars on yes. this thing. And they're going to reopen it, which is incredible to me. They're actually going to reopen it as a hotel, right? Yeah. It's still going to be a hotel. Okay. It's still going to be a spa. And you know, it's still going to be haunted as hell. Because <laughs> we know yeah. that renovations do not get rid of ghosts. They hate that stuff. No. Oh, you know, whoever, there's going to be great stories coming out from these guys who are there with like, I was painting and something came through and grabbed my butt. Like, it's going to be happening nonstop. Actually, I've been talking to this woman named Angela. She was interviewed in the Star-Telegram when they did this article. Oh, cool. Because she does all of the ghost tours Ooh. at the Baker Hotel. So she's probably got some really good stories I'm to tell. I'm sure she does. So we're going to try to get her on the next episode. But in the meantime, if you have a Baker Hotel story, yes. please definitely let us know about yeah, it. Yeah, send it to us in an email, voice memo, whatever you can, hauntedafpodcast.com gmail.com but in the meantime you found somebody really cool yeah by chance on Facebook I saw something that said the queen of Halloween and I'm like no doubt this woman has some stories and sure enough she does Danny the queen of Halloween let's see if we can get her on the phone Hello. Danny. Hi. Is this the queen of Halloween? This is she. This is Rebecca hi. and Julie from Haunted AF. Hi, Danny. Oh, hi. So before we get started and you start telling us your ghost story and stuff, how on earth did you become the queen of Halloween? Well, it was pretty simple. I posted so much on Facebook. I think I just started annoying my <laughs> friends and family. God, so, yeah. I, we know how that yeah, feels. Uh-huh. Yes. And then I just decided that, uh, you know, I would start my own page. So what is your page again? Uh, it's the queen of Halloween on Facebook. Okay, and do you have like creepy stories and stuff there? Mm-hmm. I mean, we we love any yeah, we creepy love stories. all things creepy. Yeah, the podcast is really cool. I was listening to it. You guys are doing a good job. Oh, thank, thank nice. you. Thanks. We're a little rusty right now. Yeah. We've been off for a month and a half, and we're just getting started again. So. Oh, are you? Yeah, but we need some good ghost stories. Yeah, so, so that's why we turn to you because Queen of Halloween's got to have a lot of good ghost stories, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I have a zillion. Danny, why don't you just give us like your maybe top three favorite yeah. stories to tell? The ones like when you're at a bar and you realize you got a captive audience. Yes, like you want to impress people. Yeah. What What are the stories you whip out? My relationship with ghosts is kind of maybe different than other people because it runs in my family that we're all able to like see ghosts and experience things. What do you 
call that? Are you an empath? Yeah, I am very much. I started seeing and hearing things when I was about like six or seven years old. And so my whole life from when I was a child, I've always had experiences. So it was just a very natural thing for me. So it wasn't until I was maybe in my 20s or so that I started actually ghost hunting because I just had so many experiences that it just seemed like second nature to me. And then pretty much everywhere I moved, I would always experience something. If one place I moved into in Brooklyn 13 years ago or so, as soon as I moved in, I knew that an older woman had been there because mm-hmm. I could feel her presence. I always knew where she was in the house. Her presence was so strong that if I was in the living room, I knew she was in the dining room. If I was in the bedroom, I knew mm-hmm. she was in the kitchen. I would smell flowers, like a flowery perfume, sometimes sitting next to me on the couch. Wow. And Yeah. And even a couple of times, I would see an imprint on the couch, like, like she was sitting down next to me. Oh, oh my gosh. So I had my little son there at the time who was about three years old and every now and again his toys would just go flying across the room and he would look at me and I would look at him <laughs> I would say oh it's okay like oh that was funny or I would say something to kind of smooth it over <laughs> in the, you know in the back of my head I would be like oh you know she's acting up again so I lived there with his father at the time who was not very nice to me he was kind of a you know not a great person and one night we were sleeping and I heard this cackle of a woman oh, kind no. of like if you if you could imagine like the evil queen on snow white kind of cackle yes so so loud that it just shook me from my sleep and i woke up and you know the room was dark and i was like oh my god what was that and i hear next to me that my son's father who's sleeping next to me was choking (gasps) so i i shake i shake him awake and i said what's the matter what are you doing he says why are you choking me why are you choking me and he said that someone had their hands around his neck and was choking him oh my Um, gosh so at the time i was scared and and, but the next day i was kind of like ha 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 Looking out for me, maybe I don't know. He was a very nice person, so you never know because maybe she had uh, a husband that wasn't that right. Right. Yes, that's Um, awesome. I'm not sure though. Had she have like killed him? How you explain that one to the police? Yeah, there's an elderly spirit that lives here. I mean, I I said to him, I said like I I wasn't choking you. I just woke up and woke you up. I obviously wasn't choking you, but he was pretty convinced it was me, and it really wasn't. She was there for a while. And after that, I kind of felt like she was a, a benevolent spirit kind of just looking out for me. And wow. I never minded her. And I never minded. I mean, I've had some dark things happen to me. Tell us another. I know, I'm like, I need let's go one. dark, baby. Let's go dark. Tell us the dark ones. Well, I was going to tell you guys about when I went to the Lizzie Borden house. Yes. Ooh, Ooh, we love Lizzie yes. Borden. Hands down. So I've been, to, I've been to Gettysburg. I've been to Salem. I've been to New Orleans. I've been to abandoned mental institutions. But the Lizzie Borden house house is probably the scariest and most haunted place I've ever been. So I went there for my birthday a couple of years ago, like three years ago. And when I got there, I was informed by the innkeeper that uh, we were the only guests the entire night. So we were alone in the house the entire night. Oh my God. No. Yeah, it was great. And uh, even the innkeeper didn't stay there. Wait, like, so wait, wait, wait. So by yourself, house... by yourself. <laughs> wait, so you were spending so the, the night there? completely ours the entire night. And on top of it, there was a huge snowstorm coming. So there was no oh leaving, right? Oh my gosh, right? you were there. trapped. <laughs> So as we're, this is the daytime, we're walking through the house and we had a little tour guide at the time because it was still like three in the afternoon or something. So I'm walking through the downstairs parlor. It's a beautiful place. You see, you know, where Andrew Borden was murdered. It's a very 
powerful moment. Like, wow, this is where it it? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's interesting, but it's it's terrifying at the same time. Right. You're like, am I really going to stay in this house? So then you go upstairs, and we were staying in the room where the mother, Abigail Borden, was murdered. That was our room for the night. Oh, so, my gosh. Um, Girl. Yeah, that, that was creepy. And um, the rooms are kind of like a railroad set up, like, adjacent to one another. So as I'm walking through Lizzie's, Lizzie Borden's room... And I feel the back of my neck start to get really hot and painful. Oh, my and gosh. So like I, kind of, I kind of like I ignore it for a minute or two. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm just kind of enthralled with my surroundings. And then it gets so bad. I ask the person that I was with to look at the back of my neck. And there's a big scratch along the back of my neck. No. No. Do you have yeah, a picture? Do you yeah. have a picture? I, I took a picture of it ah! and everything. Send it. We yes, have uh, to We have oh, to yeah. photo. I will, definitely. Daddy. Oh, yeah, I'll send you everything I have. It's good. She, like, axed um, you. It was either Lizzie or maybe um, the, uh, the housekeeper or whatever. Oh. Look up the Lizzie Borden movie with Chloe Sevigny and Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a yeah. really good movie, and there's some really hot girl-on-girl action. Yeah, of course <laughs> there is. Why? Why wouldn't that be Why part not? of the story? Why not? But, yeah. It was, but pretty, it, it was pretty good. It was good. It's a good so, companion um, to the story. So I walk through and then we go up to the attic. When I experience a ghost or when there's a presence around me, I get extremely sick. I get really nauseous and I get a very terrible pain in my stomach, almost to the point I like keel over. And that's kind of like my radar, how I know there's something around. I didn't really feel anything yet. But then when I went up to the attic, I got extremely, extremely sick to the point I had to leave. And when I got up there, it was the most dreadful, heavy feeling I ever experienced. It was terrible. It wasn't even fun anymore. I was like, this is bad. There's something bad here. I need to leave. That's it. What I did feel was children, though, which I thought was strange because here I am ready for like Lizzie Borden or the father or the maid or something. And I feel these little kids around me. And I'm like, this, why are there? Why would there be children up here? But it felt terrible. So I left. It wasn't until later I found out because I've done a lot of research on Lizzie Borden. But when I delve deeper into why would children be in the house? It so turns out that Lizzie's great aunt had tried to murder three of her children and slit her throat in the house what? to it. What? So, I've never even heard yeah. that story. That's like just oh, as yeah. bad. Yeah, it's, it's a very lesser known story. So her great aunt, Eliza Darling Borden, lived next door and she just went crazy one day and threw all of her three children down a well near the house. Two of them died and then she took her husband's razor and slit her throat and died. What? So that, that would explain <gasps> that terrible energy and the children but I didn't know that at the time I just felt this and I was like no but- not coming up here and even when we ghost hunted later that night I refused to go I went in the attic for a little while but I was like this is not what I want to do you oh, know no. like I'm looking for some Lizzie energy I don't know what's going on here I don't feel prepared for it so I just didn't do that so the night came we went downstairs and we started our ghost hunting I like to speak to the spirits I don't really kind of bark questions at them like who are you why are you here like some ghost hunters do that I kind of just have a conversation with them mm-hmm. and I talk about their house or I talk about what happened at the time and I just see what will get a reaction so as I'm doing this and we're the only ones in the house and it's snowing and it's like one in the morning pitch black you hear footsteps walking above us back and forth very very heavy footsteps sounded like a man's footsteps that was pretty scary and then later on when we listened to the EVPs 
I got very direct answers. So I would ask them something like, you died in 1892, and they would say yes in <gasps> return. Oh, um, my gosh. And then another one, I was talking about the possibility of William Borden, who was like Andrew Borden's illegitimate son, possibly murdering him, or uh, John Morse, the uncle. And then a woman responds with, I cannot say. So it sounds very much like a distressed woman's voice. And if you think it to be Lizzie, maybe it's like, you know, over 120 years later, she's still either refusing to say what happened or she genuinely doesn't know or who knows. Oh, my gosh. You know? um, but then there was a man's voice when I was saying, you know, who murdered you? And the man says, I think Lizzie found him, which is true. Lizzie did find the father. That was the next day listening to these EVPs that I was pretty taken back at how direct the responses were. So when you talk about haunting, there's a residual or an intelligent, and that was clearly an intelligent haunting because it's like I was having a conversation with them. Do you have this on the EVPs on your Facebook page? No, I don't, but I have them on my phone that I can send them to your email. If that you want. would be amazing because I would love to do a follow-up and listen to all your EVPs and stuff. Oh, great, yeah. And Danny, that would be nice. Would it be possible for us to get in touch with you like a little bit closer to Halloween since you are the queen of Halloween? Right. We could do some more ghost stories closer to Halloween. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. I live, um, I live actually in Sleepy Hollow. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, of course you like, do. I didn't know that that was like a real place. <laughs> I didn't either. I yeah, because Rebecca <laughs> told me that. And I was like, is she joking? It's like, that's like a Apparently, real place. Yeah, I just found that out yeah. recently, though. So one more thing before we let you go. Do you think, I mean, since this happened, you had a horrible murder at Lizzie's house. You had a horrible murder, multiple murders nearby. Yeah. Do you think there might be something going on in that in particular that location? Yeah. A hundred percent, definitely. And the thing is, like, you know, you would ask yourself, well, if the children were murdered next door, why would they be? haunting here. The house itself is, has so much attention, like this kind of portal of energy mm. that people just go there. It's almost mm. like a ghostly pilgrimage, right? right? So I feel like it's almost become like this little vortex that anything in that area could be drawn to that house just because of the amount of attention that is paid to it. Just like if you seek out spirits, they'll seek you out, you know, but if you shut yourself down to it, I know people who have been in the scariest places on earth and they've never experienced a single thing. Yet if I went to somewhere like that, they would just be like jumping down my throat like Whoopi Goldberg and ghosts or something. I'm so you know glad what you I mean? said that. <laughs> it, all, it just all depends on like how open you are. Just so you know, like my mental image of you is Whoopi Goldberg right. from Ghosts, like <laughs> Molly, you and Danger Girl. Moving the penny. Moving the, the penny. On the door. Yeah. But then you have to wonder, it's like, okay, in that location, does it feel that way because those events happened there, or did those events happen there because it's like the because of what came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. Okay, Danny, yeah. we will get back in touch. Yes, we're going to get your EVPs. Yes, and, and is it okay for us to share them and everything, like so people oh, can hear absolutely. them? Absolutely, awesome. I can't wait. I can't I wait. I would love either. that. That'd be great because no one's ever really heard them before. Yeah. So. Oh my god, we would love to put those out there, man. Oh, we're gonna blast. Yes, <laughs> we'll be all over. Yeah. Oh, nice. So awesome. people find you. It's on Facebook. You're just the, the queen, queen of, of Halloween. Yeah, the queen of Halloween on Facebook. Okay. Awesome. Everybody go follow Danny. Thank yeah. you so much, Danny. Oh, thank you so much for calling. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye, girl. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to hear these EVPs. I am dying. I, I, it's going to be amazing. Thank you for finding her. I, I'm so excited. You told me, like, the queen of Halloween. I was like, what the heck? What? Is like, she like, going to mm. make scarecrows and pumpkins and stuff? Right. No. Like, did she put on the witch's hat? You know when she said the thing about the witch's cackle? Yes. It made me think of that. Remember how Ziggy? Ziggy, Ziggy does that to us every now and then. Yeah, he, he just does. did this one really creepy witch cackle. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. There it is. Imagine hearing that in the dark. Oh. 
<laughs> and then your husband starts choking. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay, so we're going to get some more stuff from Danny. As soon as we do, yes. we'll share that on the Facebook page. We'll put it on the website, hauntedaf.com. And, uh, oh, she says the EVPs are clear as day, so I cannot I wait to hear wait. all. So uh, Rebecca and I are going to leave here right now. Yes. And we are going to. The my, weirdest interview ever. I'm so excited about this. Me too. My friend Tanya found this woman in Garland who is selling a haunted deck chair mm-hmm. from the Queen Mary. Yeah. Which I'm like, we have ghost stories from the Queen yes. Mary. Yes. So and she says that she's actually had experiences in her home <laughs> since purchase. And the deck chair is awesome. Oh. It is so cool. So we're going to go over. Her name's Rosie. I we're going to taunt the chair for a little bit. Yeah. Don't touch it. I'm not. I'm going to get a stick and poke it. No, <laughs> that might be too much. Like, you could just crawl up the stick and get you i mean maybe i have a fast if you're i'll do a fast (laughs) all right i'll let you i'm not touching it i'm not sitting in that thing so anyhow we're gonna go interview the deck chair yay (laughs) (laughs) maybe some creepy dolls while we're there maybe she's got those she's got creepy dolls and (laughs) they are creepy they've got like red eyes and stuff you sent me a picture of like her dolls that are sitting on a day bed and i was like that one in the middle the one in the middle it's gonna kill us yeah and she said that's that's their leader i'm like they have a leader why do they have a leader? Anyhow, no, so, I don't like it. So we're going to bring all of our information from Rosie and share all of the ghost stories that we're getting on Love the next it. Haunted AF. Uh, guys? Yes. How am I supposed to mic up a chair? <laughs> <laughs> That's your problem. Yeah, really. All right, Haunted AFers, remember to subscribe, either iTunes, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, as well as our brand new website, hauntedaf.com. Ooh, it's so bright and shiny over there. Gotta say thanks to our board op, Ziggy Backer. <laughs> and to Andrew <laughs> Malaga for our theme song. Also, a shout out to On Air Media for titles and technicals. Support. And of course, we have to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm going to come back and haunt you. Oh, I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. 